yeah, like, hey, little shop of horrors, do you like all of these flavors? That's another different type of tea. What just, what just happened? All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain. And I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing but real reviews and more. We have a great show for you guys today. Chop full of movies coming out to DVDs this week. Yeah. As well as movies coming out to theaters. We Hell also yeah. have a review of the movie Edge of Tomorrow. But first, I am your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Shane Cronican. How's it going? We also have Steve Steve Cronican here. <laughs> Steve Cronican. <laughs> wow. We just got married. Da, 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 da. How you doing? It's Good. Steve Rushlaw, by the way. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, uh, just Soon to be Steve Mettenbrink. <laughs> no. You getting married. And here taking her name. I'm not doing that. Uh and Aaron Carnigan. Hello. A Freudian slip, I'm sorry. Hey, how you doing? How was that a Freudian slip at all? Well and I said Steve Carnigan. Uh, what's that gotta do with Freud? I don't, isn't that what that term is? No? No. no. Just Google it off when we're not. Yeah, just there. don't. Yeah. We're not here to learn, okay? <laughs> we well, we already know. You're not here to learn. <laughs> right. I just make my own rules. Uh, like I said, great show for you guys. Let's get into movies coming out to theaters. Sure. What do you have? Is that what we're doing? Okay. Is that what you have? Yeah. Okay, then do it. Um. Well, this might be on PC, but this movie—I'll <coughs> be nice. This has its target audience. Mm. It's called Low Riders, mm. starring Gabrielle Chevaria. Mm-hmm. It looks very Hispanic. Mm. Okay. The Wall, starring ATJ and John Cena. You will not find Ooh. a movie with more acting experience. Who's that director's pretty good? No, you're thinking of the Matt Damon one. No, it's got a decent director, but uh, I mean, ATJ and John Cena. That's talent. Isn't ATJ an Oscar nominated actor? Oh, yeah, he <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, he he's is. An, uh, he's he a Emmy nominated. I'm sorry. No, but The Wall is directed by the same guy that directed. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, Doug that's Lehman. why. Yeah, 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 that's why. That's why. I but it was you know, good. John Cena. Plus John Cena. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that movie Snatch, starring that whale Amy Schumer. Oh God, she's awful, and so is that movie look. So is that movie look. <laughs> <laughs> that's like something I would say. And Brent's not here, so I'm <laughs> yeah, taking no his key. place. Okay. And then uh, the new Guy Ritchie movie. King yes, Arthur, Legend of the wait for that. Legend of the S Word. Hmm. That, that does look looks, pretty good. That looks good. I think Mike said he wanted to see that one too. I want to see that one. Yeah, oh. let me ruin this uh, uh, this hope of it being any good. The lead actor is Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, he's good. Charlie Ooh. Hunan. Yeah, Hunan. He's bad. He's so bad. What has no. he done though? Anything but good? No. Hunan. No. Hunan's done. He did the big robot good. movie. Specific Rim. Specific Rim. Specific Rim. Yep. So ready for the second one of that. Mm-hmm. Are you? No. Uh, but Guy Ritchie is a Good. competent director. Good. He also chose Jude Law as the bad guy in this movie, which should be good. Yeah. I think Jude Law and, makes a great bad guy. And he's taking, as far as what I'm getting from the trailer, he's taking the the King Arthur and kind of taking it to a fantasy 
setting. It's it, like it. Oh, using... because swords stuck in stones and the knights at a round table. I, no, I think what Shane's trying Wasn't to say is enough? that is that the that thought that happened. Charlie Hunnam can carry a movie is just complete fantasy. Right. I'm going to see that movie. I probably end up will. I do. Oh, wait, We've seen a Netflix. little Guy Ritchie on this show, and I, I, I kind of Guy Ritchie's got a good, uh, oh yeah, good, good, good cut to his jib, jib, cut to his jib, like the cut of your jib. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? That's a phrase. That's a phrase. Isn't oh. it? That's it for movies on a DVD. <laughs> I like the cut to your jib. Go on, movies coming out to DVD. Oh, DVD. Uh, nothing. Okay, well, give me something. Fine. Allied with Brad Pitt. No one wants to see that. That's been out forever. Well, that's not. Are you on the right thing? What's today's date? It'll be the May 9th is what we're doing. Yeah, Allied. Sometimes Video ETA does that, though. Yeah, Allied. Okay, so I'll do it. Fifty Shades Darker. Fifty Shades Darker. That's it. Re- read Seriously. them. Okay, the complete first season of the TV show Divorce. What do you want from me? There's that's what I want. I don't want. I am literally it. never ever listening anything like that ever again. Okay, just read them. Like, dude. In case somebody listening is right. Oh, okay, uh, we're oh, not gonna grow our audience. No, I'm by literally not ever listening. Anything Isabel like that. Hoopert starring on La Venier. Yeah. Like any okay. of our listeners care. You know That's what we're fine. doing is we're we're making people not listen by listening to dumb <laughs> crap. No, I think I think they're actually kind of enjoying us argue no. about what we should listen. They don't want to hear that. Well, apparently, a fantastic fear of everything, which has been on Netflix for about two years, is coming out on DVD. Interesting. It got a thirty-three point thirty-three percent rotten uh, from audiences and critics. Trying to make terrible. More money. Interesting. Simon Pegg's in it, but hey, did you <laughs> see that? Shia LaBeouf's new movie set like a record for one viewer. One viewer seeing it. That's gotta be week. wrong. I, I heard it was right. I, I, mean, I, I it, heard did it, it get right. released on one screen. Probably. Yeah, it was at one screen and one person bought a ticket. It made eight dollars. What movie? What's his, his new movie? Pounds. Man Down. Oh, that's a, still in theaters. Well, yeah. just for like one day. It was a yeah. It's on it DVD very, already. Very limited release. Yeah, it was. A, it's that's a dumb thing where it was well, like first it's all, released. Let me, in yeah, one let me theater. say that if it's released after it's been on DVD, <laughs> people who wanted to see it have seen it. Yeah, it was, and like, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's okay. The acting is oh, good. Yeah. Speaking of war movies, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh my God. I was uh, just going to say that. Or, as Rotten Tomates puts it, Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow comes from 2014, PG-13, hour 53-minute action-adventure film. A soldier fighting aliens gets to relive the same day over and over again. Over and over again. Oh. The day restarting every time he dies. Directed by Doug Lyman? Lemon. Oh Le my Lemon Lemon Is he French? I hope Because uh, you know how good I am with French names Yep uh, right, Written by Christopher McQuarrie And Jez Butterworth Those are the only two names <laughs> oh, That's fake <laughs> Jez Butterworth Can you please refer to me as Jez Butterworth from now on uh, John Henry John Henry Butterworth Oh my God! Uh, starring uh, Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, Brennan Gleeson, 
the late Bill Paxton, and pretty much it. Yep. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say we've all known that I've hit on Bill Paxton from time to time. Yeah. I don't know why. Because he's almost a bad word. He's a bad word. I do like him in this film, though. I think this is his best oh, role yeah. I've he ever was, seen. Uh, yeah, I, I was surprised by how not bad he was in yeah. this. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, gets 91% certified fresh from the critics, 7.5. 90% from the audience, giving it an 8.4. What did the critics give it? Uh, 7.5, 91%. Critics consensus. Gripping, well-acted, funny, and clever, Edge of Tomorrow offers entertaining proof that Tom Cruise is still more than capable of shouldering the weight of a blockbuster action thriller, which begs the question, is this more than just an action movie? I th- no. I, no. I think yes because of the genre. It's a smart it's, sci-fi that's it's not a just smart completely action? dumb. It's smarter than a normal blockbuster, but I still would not say it's a smart sci-fi. No, okay, so it's not totally. like a talky piece it's, sci-fi it's, that's boring. Yeah, it's not just a dumb blockbuster though it, it, it's definitely there's more substance than a blockbuster movie sure but, but it's it not full-blown yeah. moon or i'm trying to think of more recent smart yeah. sci-fi but, movies but the release date signifies that it is an a, it is a blockbuster it is it's a blockbuster it was released in june yeah, it's june absolutely 6th. a blockbuster it, it yeah you don't make saying. a tom cruise action movie that's not a blockbuster not a summer right. release yeah it's it's a blockbuster but it is smarter and deeper than most summer releases. But that being said, is it more than just Ghetto Groundhog's Day? It's more yes. than what we get normally out of these crappy summer releases. That's for darn sure. Okay, because it it honestly feels to me like it's it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah, any with a fresh that, take. Yeah, any movie that uses that is going to automatically be this is Groundhog's Day. But like Aaron said, does it do something new with that that idea? Because the same thing could be said for uh, Jake Gyllenhaal on a train movie. What was that one? Yeah, Source Code. Source Code. Which in itself Which was, was a, very good. Smarter than this, less blockbustery. I think Don't I like I've that seen better. Source code. It's I think very source, good. You I would think like Source it Code a lot. is better. Uh, but the point is any movie that uses that repeat the same moment or repeat the same day is all is just immediately yeah, Groundhog's Day. Yeah, well, yes, it is. Sure. But you, you can't. It is just... <laughs> Like a fresh take on Groundhog's Day, a sci-fi version, but you can't just reduce it to oh that crappy sci- that crappy Groundhog's Day remake, right? That, and that, that's honestly that's not what I'm saying. I just wanted to get that out there. Um, so first, give me your first thoughts. This was the second, I think, only the second time I've seen it. Um, I like it. It's 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 different. It it's. More like we like I said, it's more than just a blockbuster, and I I do like that. Uh, but it is a blockbuster, and it's a very well made blockbuster. The action's good, the acting is good. I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan. I I respect him for what he does and how he makes movies, but there's there's very rarely I see a Tom Cruise movie, and I don't think this probably could have been better with someone else. I usually have that thought. Well, despite what you think. He fits this type of movie. Maybe not. I'm not saying. Well, yeah, he, he that's this is all he does. Whether you like him or not, he is entertaining as heck. His movies are fun. He like he the is. like the critics consensus said he can carry a blockbuster. He can. Stuff. And like I said, I like him. I respect that he does the stunt work that he does is just out of this world. He's one of the few that does 
the crazy stuff that he does. Like for Mission Impossible, the stuff that he does, I respect the heck out of him for doing that. But as an actor, usually I see his movies and I think, man, can you imagine if that was not Tom Cruise? Who would you rather have there, Bruce Willis or Sylvester Stallone? Either. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Either. Shane's right. always done. But he, right, it's either an action psych- movie yeah. without no, Scott Adkins, no, but Bruce Willis. Here's or- the thing. is This this is a guy that's... When you think of Tom Cruise, what do you think? Charisma. Action guy. Mm. Yeah, charisma. Not this you know, scientist who he's supposed to... Or I don't know what the hell he was. Scientology. Uh, not, no, not that. But like this, <laughs> this guy who's not an action guy. He's, he's just, a PR yeah, guy. Yeah, that's not what I see Tom Cruise. Charisma. Yeah. Selling an idea of war. Uh, That's basically, uh, he is a salesman in this, in this film. They just, he said he got so many million people to sign up for the war. You think he said he got 10 million people to sign up for the war? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, Tom Cruise just plays Tom Cruise to me, which I like, but I always, I always think that someone else could bring more. I, yeah, but you're the guy that's always, you're the quote, stay in your lane guy. Like, if you're trying to be something, be that. Tom Cruise is a leading man in summer blockbuster movies. Yeah. He's not trying to break the mold and do something stupid that he shouldn't be doing. I, if, you, if you do something well, do it. Stick to it. Yeah, I didn't mind him as much in this movie. I just, I don't know. I, I don't hate Tom Cruise. I just always wish it was someone else. This is my second favorite role for Tom Cruise. Cruels? Cruels. Behind Tropic Thunder. Jack Reacher. Oh, I guess I get Les Grossman, come on. Man, no, I, because that's more of a, of a cameo. Yeah. You uh, know what I mean? But as a leading man, collateral. And and I think... Coll- that was one where he actually was not... I right, could, not Tom I Cruise. could see him as that character. That, that was the only time I've literally ever seen Tom Cruise and thought, well, character, not... Oh, that's look, not true. I mean, there are that's some absolutely movies, true. Like his non-action movies, uh, Magnolia. He played. He played that, Tom Cruise that cried a bit. Tom Cruise that okay. cried a bit. <laughs> uh, my dad. <sighs> anyway, for, uh, first thoughts. I think are we at you now? Me. Um, first thoughts. This is the um, second time I've seen this movie. I watched it with Aaron when it came out on DVD. Um. I couldn't really remember anything after watching it the first time. Watched it the second time. It's a fun movie. Um, I didn't have any problem with any of the acting. The one problem I did have was um, goes back to the last two movies that we reviewed, Dog Soldiers and Hot Fuzz. Um, we talked about camera work. Um, some of the action movies, it just seemed like there was too much going on, uh, too much coming at you at one time. Um, I, I just think they could have slowed it down or stopped shaking the camera so much, sure. and it would have been much better. Okay. Aaron? I think, I mean, first of all, it's fun as heck. It's popcorn movie, yes, but you have the star power of Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, who holds her own with anybody every time she's in a movie. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, especially in the, this is well, it's this like, is my favorite role of hers. I, well, and Looper was good too. Yeah, but this and Looper. anyway, so you have that star power to carry this. The story itself was carried out greatly by the director because this could have been a train wreck. Cause it, I mean, it gets kind of messy where you, you have to basically the middle's a montage of him reliving this one day. Yep. So, but he kept it coherent, even though it was such a mess of a story and kept it new. He would show the same thing over and over without it. But you would, dull. you would hear like different sounds or, or different or video, different but shots, like, yeah, or different, different vantage right. points, different, absolutely. Different, I mean, in different times of day, different. yeah, little things that tweaked it to make it never get 
still like you're watching a movie on repeat. Yeah. And I I thought honestly thought that the directing behind those scenes is what made this movie because can you imagine those days? <laughs> like they they come on the set and he's like, "All right, Tom, I'm going to need you to say this line again 400 times today, uh, okay?" Again. And you know, but you kind of see it as the movie progresses, he's like spitting things out faster. He's like this, this, this. Yeah. The other thing beating that, people that to the punch was impressive. Was he tweaked things, but everything felt so similar. Everyone else that was delivering lines that wasn't Tom Cruise that was aware this was happening, like we mentioned, the dead guy. He uh, what's his name? The Bill dead Paxson? guy, Bill Paxson. Wow. Oh my God, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a character in the movie. Oh, I thought he was too. No. I was like, I don't remember. Like, well, he's dead. I mean, Did he someone does die? die? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Bill Paxton said his lines in the same way, and he was he was consistent until he had a new line, and then <laughs> he was his role was fun. And that was part of the fun is is these guys like even when Tom Cruise interrupts him and finishes his sentence, like it throws Bill Paxton off and then he just continues to finish exactly what and that's mm-hmm. part of the humor is that we're in on quote the joke of what's going on absolutely as Tom Cruise is trying to explain it and trying to work things out but nobody else understands or knows what's happening that's part of the charm of it I guess is that yeah we're reliving it too you know and as far as acting goes I think Tom Cruise did an exceptional job because he's annoyed when he has to be he is he is quick when he has to be like every little bit of acting in all of these quote unquote extra scenes that they've shot multiple times works extremely well. And all of the people outside of it work extremely well. I think Emily Blunt did a subpar job. Ah, really? Yes. Yeah. And and it it might've been writing. It might've been writing because there are times where, like she obviously isn't living the same day so she could ask him like how many times have we lived this day and he would be like a lot but she still seemed too familiar with that and i don't know if that's her character she went through it well right but i mean are you still supposed to adapt to that like immediately because there were times where she would like wouldn't i don't know is it it's she's living a different day but every day she has to end up killing tom cruise when he's training like isn't there still some sort of hesitation i don't know no she, she's the full no, metal b word yeah, she's a she's a badass she <laughs> right. has okay. she I, understands what needs to be done yeah. and that's that that middle montage of her repeatedly having to kill him is right. so fun no it is and i i just i would I don't know. It seemed like she was just so on board, like she was living the same day with him. And I because guess she, she knows. She, she has before. So I don't know. It, it kind of threw me off. But I mean, now that I'm talking it out, it it makes more sense. Well, and that played into part of the story is that Tom Cruise is trying to figure out a way, reliving this day over and over and over and over and over. He probably could have figured out a way if he wasn't considered or concerned about her if he was just worried about getting himself to do, but reliving it with her, he's come to care for her and is trying to find a way to get her through it too. Totally. When you said over and over and over and over, you know what yep. I thought of? Yeah, your song. Yep, go ahead. No. Oh. But Mar- Marshawn Lynch quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just run through people's faces. I'm going to run over through and Over and over and over and over <laughs> and over and over right, and I'll, over and over. <laughs> anyway. I'll say this. If that character was somebody else, not Emily Blunt, do you think it would be the same? Yes. That yes. bad that you no. said. Yes. 
Yes. No. 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 What I'm saying is okay. Take. I think it's the. I, I think it's the writing. I don't know. I think it's the writing because I, I think Emily Blunt did a great job when when they're at the, at the little farmhouse. You have to and embody this person, right? Who has female. who has actually lived this who day? Who has over lived it? Who has become hardened because of totally, it? Who's now I, this badass warrior? Right. What actress could pull that off? I think a little. It's it's writing mostly, but I don't know what? if anybody else could pull it off like she did. Sure, sure, and that, that's what I'm saying. I, I she did. I said some part earlier. I didn't mean that. I meant. I don't know. I guess the, as I talked it out, I was like, yeah, I guess that does make sense, you know. But go on. Honestly, I wish people would stop giving Jennifer Lawrence acting. Oh, roles. hell no. Yeah. I would, yeah, yeah, there's she, your alternative. Because, yeah. no. because I would take <laughs> Emily Blunt 100 days. She is terrible. Days and Emily Blunt days. Yeah, she's never amazing. believable in this. She plays the same strong female characters, and she never once has pulled it off. Emily Blunt did it once and nailed it. Well, twice, I guess, because Looper, she was yeah. a strong female. Was different she, role even. Was she dating uh, Aaron Rodgers? Was that... Olivia, what? Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. She's married to John Krasinski. Oh, good for him. Oh yeah, he God. outkicked his coverage. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he didn't. John Krasinski's a good-looking man. I mean, he's a good-looking man, but Emily and, Blunt, dude, come on. No, dude, but and like... Not, this is a side sidebar for like a, a hot second. <laughs> what do we got? A, a People magazine in front yeah. of us? Like, oh, uh-uh-uh. Hey, he is not dating her. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> no, but he has had his hands all over probably Emily Blunt. <laughs> but no. I thought you were going. Guy, yeah, no. <laughs> Look at the, He's ugly as sin. No, he is not. <laughs> you seen him with a beard, though, in 13 hours? Dude is jacked. Mm-hmm. Dude is so ripped. Uh, yeah, but no. he is now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he's produced so many shows. He's created, like, three TV sitcoms now. What's that got to do with him? I'm 100% dating? sure that's not what Steve was talking about when he said outkicked his coverage. Why? Is Emily Blunt's hot as hell. This guy's a freaking mongoloid. <laughs> that's what I mean by out- when you say you outkick your coverage. Yeah, but- it means you married somebody that's much better looking than you. <laughs> but I'm saying like it's not all about looks. Sometimes it's about like how Listen, hard when, you work in success. When you're in Hollywood, and- it's but dude. <laughs> All right, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Look, Google John Krasinski's shirt yep. off. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please get back to the movie? I don't even want to do this right okay, now. Okay, Edge of Tomorrow, go. Right. Okay, so. Wait, why is he so jacked? Is he in a new 13 movie? 13 hours. hours. He was just the Benghazi movie. Oh, that movie. dumb, that was not dumb American dude is war movie. Jacked. That was a good movie. Aaron looked it up. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, he I, did. He's got like this Wolverine picture going on here. I can see it. The reflection yep. in your glasses. Yep, that's funny. Uh, so it's like saving that for later. Edge of Tomorrow. We talked about on our Dog Soldiers episode CGI. I want to say I was not the biggest fan of the CGI in the film. There were really good things, but I don't know the the mechanized suits. But I'll say for this CGI was needed. You oh, absolutely. Whereas you couldn't do animatronics As, for this. I would actually. I, you're, I would love to see. Uh, a non CGI mimic. Oh yeah, it would be interesting. <laughs> Some guy <laughs> doing like arm movements. <laughs> It'd have to be like six guys in one suit waving yeah. their arms. Well, it worked for Spider-Man Two. Doc Ock was his arms were all puppets. That's yeah. different. But they weren't they moved moving. so differently. Yeah. They were not moving the same. This thing was like a, yeah, not the same. But CGI definitely. I don't. Do you guys think it's a strong suit of the film? Didn't yes. bother me. I mean, okay. uh, yeah. I mean, this it was all it's right. not one that took away from it. Like Steve said, it's necessary. 
Okay. For the one scene where they're flying the the sh- well, not flying, basically using the ship's propellers to propel it through the water. Yes. That was great looking. Yes, it was. That scene I thought was really good. And that was more than likely all CGI. <laughs> totally. I would I, I would well, I mean, imagine sure they, didn't they blow were up they the had a, a water set, but yeah. you know what I mean. Totally. I would imagine they didn't blow up the Louvre though. Yeah, you know. They may have. They could have. Anyway, more you guys want to say? That, I mean, that scene actually was the scene where I was talking about with the cameras. I felt like there was too much going on. It might it might have just been the camera work where it was kind of flashing back and forth, showing the mimics, then showing. And the it plane. may have been that it was dark, yeah. and that that um, takes away from what you can visually see. So I I don't know if it was necessarily see? camera work or what they were going for, but it just didn't look as see. I clear I, to I me. wanted to touch on that because I thought for the most part he did a good job of. Especially the beach scene. Yep. Uh, the scene, w- which the beach scene, one scene repeated over and yeah, over, takes multiple, up maybe half the times. movie. I mean, yeah. I thought that scene, he did a great job of in, when there's, I mean, it's a full blown war. And, and in the midst of it, all the chaos, everything moving, m- moving parts, yeah. he did a good job of you knew where stuff was, you knew where the layout was, you could visually see what was happening without totally. getting sick. Oh yeah, I didn't have a problem with any of the beach scenes or anything. It was just that one last scene where he's going from the yeah. the field or whatever to the Louvre. Yeah, that was the only problem I had with the camera work. I get you. Um, I f- so we talked about again. I'm I'm bringing up a lot of our prior reviews. So if you haven't listened to them, listen to them now. Yeah, all of them. But Hot Fuzz, like right now, character. Yeah, play them all three at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> character arcs worked extremely well in Hot Fuzz. I felt like we had two really good character arcs, and then the rest were throwaway well, characters. There can't be a character arc if it's the same day for everybody right. else. Okay. They, I know. They were the I know. only I'm two just, characters. I'm stating that, these facts. They were the only two characters that mattered. Matter. Yeah, it's absolutely true, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense to have character arcs for these people reliving the right. same yeah. day over the, and over. There's only two people that are in the know. Well, I guess three, that other guy, but he was... Brendan, he was kind of a throwaway. No, the scientist. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was kind of a throwaway character too. But you know, these are the only two that know, so they're the only two that understand. Yeah, and he progressed obviously more than her because we get to see him fully comprehending while she's restarting every day. But she still gains some sort of knowledge when you would fill her in, I suppose, if you know what I mean. Whoa! Yeah. Hi (laughs) oh They did it. I'm sure. No, well, which was shortly which, after. Shortly after. <laughs> no, they did not. By the by, I'm confused. Like, why did she kiss him? Like, nothing in any of what we had seen prior in this film would lead her to kiss him. Nothing. I mean, it wasn't like a. Yeah, well, that day they had been together the all whole day. day. Oh, and been through oh, some man. stuff. And it I've wasn't like a all no, day. I and, might and, as no, well no, no, kiss. No, no, no. Come on. And it wasn't like a. <laughs> hey, Steve. Do you want to go on a road trip and then kiss at w- the end? No. Yeah. It wasn't really like day. a passionate kiss. Right. It was, it was a kiss on the lips because she's just got done telling him, "Hey, listen, don't make a dumb decision. Neither of us are living through this." That was her. I mean, she's going. It's a suicide mission. It wasn't like a smoochy smooch. Let's meet up after this and have some steak and sex. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to the steak dinner. That's what happens. Never go there again. Dorothy Mantu. Yeah, once you faint. You guys have never gone alien hunting and then gone to the steak dinner and then. Can't say. That's I just have. me. Can't say I have. Hmm. Weird. This is this is this is <laughs> this episode. We had two really good episodes before this. I think this one's taking a lot of <laughs> weird turns. Oh, With I John Krasinski and his shirt off. 
I agree with Aaron. I don't think it was. It, it was <laughs> yeah. about the steak. And about steak. the alien hunting. And <laughs> yes. the steak and it, I, so I'm trying to get back to it. I don't think it was necessarily a passionate kiss. It was kind sure. of a, a peck, sure. just a kiss, saying we're both gonna die pretty yeah, much. Who does and, that? Like, I. But they had him on the back or something. <laughs> right. Like, like it was after the like, long day. Pat that his they head had, like though. he's a good dog or something. You I would have rather had like a strong embrace of like holding, I guess, forearms. <laughs> you know, oh. like looking each or other like in a, arms. Like, like a predator scene where they, they do clasp hands and they're, you remember? Yeah, but then you could also or go the flexing. alien when like something just pops out of her mouth and just right into his Yeah, but then you could go on. back to like all her yoga scenes and be like, why are there yoga scenes with her? Just... <laughs> I mean, she's just doing yoga. Like, then she's like, okay, yeah, but he uh, walks up and she goes, mm, let me stick my boobs out. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Like, I don't know why you're questioning that. Yeah. That one was for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but. Uh, did you guys notice any plot holes in this film? Uh, I don't. Can we talk about the end that I don't get after seeing this five times? All right, spoilers. Well, boop, they kind of spoiled a lot. Spoiler, yeah, not anyway, the end. We haven't done it yet. Uh, but. Okay. Which, so, like, which, he wakes up mm-hmm. on a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Early, earlier day. The day before the yeah. day he kept repeating. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they had already won. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they had won yet. Yes. They no, were just backing up from Verdun. No, they said that all of the mimics had shut down. Yeah, they had just be died, basically. But didn't they say they were still going to, like, fight forward? Well, I think they were just going to clear the like air, like cl- re- clearing it up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. To make sure Makes that sense. they were all dead. That's what I took it as. So did he, because he got that, like he got in his blood the powers of the Omega, he had the ability uh, to reset the days? I in? took it as, so the, the, they explain it as these mimics can control time itself. Yes. And he basically destroyed the mothership of all yeah. these mimics. And so it was basically the, the, it's like they they act as like this omega controls basically like a central nervous system like right. it's controlled from one specific area. Yeah. But he got the power from an alpha so is that just a little bit of the power and now I that guess. he got it from this like you said the mothership of the Yeah, I don't know. I took I took it as basically like so he killed it and it reset from his past experiences because he had the alpha? I don't know. I don't. So let's say this. If he dies again, is he going to be able to reset time considering he killed the Omega and has the blood? As long as it's within a day? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would make sense, right? I mean, it would, but because, I mean, they don't really explain it. It's kind of just go back in the Right. I I was kind of lost at the end too, but honestly, that was less of a detracting thing than my other initial thoughts. Uh, of this guy, they started the movie. The first eight minutes, and I time this. The first eight minutes are of him in on TV news clips of him repeatedly, and he's telling how many people he got to he's sign up. To and, CNN news and stuff, right? And then he is taken, and when he first wakes up, no one, no one, no one recognizes yeah. him. That's like saying. A major in the United Air Force who is well-known probably around the world is not known, and he is a deserter. But it, it could be one of those things where these guys have been in the military for so long where they don't see TV. 
Sure. And they're not able to see this guy where, like you saw on the bus, um, Emily Blunt's character was on the bus, so they might not have seen him, but I agree. Nobody recognizes him, even though he's been on all these TV shows. Right. That's that's what one of the things that, that bugs me the most, because I was like, are you kidding? He has to, like, no one believes him and is giving him any credit, even though he's literally a well-known face. So, I don't That's the biggest thing I had a, a problem with in this film. And it's it's such a small plot hole, but it creates such a big problem for me. Why? But then he kind of um, says, he I says mean, who I he is. I guess it's not really like a. And then he has the papers that say he's a deserter the, and everything. Right. the story in the least bit. Huh? doesn't change the story in the least bit, like what happens. Kind of. Would it, though, if they Plus, knew who he was? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got the feeling that Bill Paxton knows darn well who he is. He just got these orders that says he's that a saying deserter. this guy is yeah. He tried to bribe Brendan Gleeson into getting out of the front lines. Yeah. So then he just got that thrown in. That's why he treats him blackmail. That's why he treats him treats him like garbage. Well, like and, and I never got an understanding. Like, uh, I never got an understanding of why in the first place. Like because they wanted a film to they like, get the front lines, but then like he didn't. they didn't expect that beachfront to be a war zone. They said that there it is was no kind fighting going to happen here. You're going to be so far a, away from the war. This, sure. This guy got all the people onto the front line. So why shouldn't he be on the front lines with them using yeah, this? But there was no f- camera crew anywhere. You know what I mean? They said they specifically said Brendan Gleeson said that was the f- plan before he tried to blackmail him. The plan was to send this guy oh, with a camera. Oh, so then crew. they just said all Yeah, then they yeah. just said all screw it, you're then a they grunt said now. you're a grunt. Go okay. go fight the war. Okay. I you know I'm just kind of curious to see because I don't know it just seems like he's getting I don't know if I can say that but he's getting just teed off on and it's that's yeah yeah okay making sure that's the point they they intentionally (laughs) treat him that way because he's especially probably all all uh, Bill Paxton uh, all he knows is this guy's a deserter he doesn't know he obviously he probably knows who this guy is like you said. But he doesn't know the circumstances. He's no all sure. he knows is this is a soldier who has tried to abandon his job, his duty. Right. And, and so, so he, somebody like Bill Paxton's yeah. character who's then all he becomes scum of the earth. That's yeah. obviously he's gonna treat him that way. Totally. Okay. Okay. Um anything else, guys? Any more brain busters? Any more brain busters? I'm 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 ready to rate it. Okay, let's rate it then. Two. Wow. Just kidding, I'll go last. Okay, <laughs> Aaron. Aaron, do you want to go first? Your movie? Yeah, I'll I'll go. Um, I like this because it's great action. It's got comedy in it. It's got great star power. It's a big budget blockbuster movie that's not just complete garbage. So, I'll give it an eight and a half out of ten. All right, I I dig that. I'll go next. Uh, I enjoy this movie. I thought it was fun. Um. Big blockbuster, like Aaron said. Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise do a great job. Even Bill Paxton does a great job. Um, but I'll say uh, seven five. Seven five. I'm gonna. Z- I was gonna go about the same actually. Seven five. Uh, it, you know, as much as I enjoy this film, there are other blockbusters I would see before it. My score is skewed because you I'm a love huge fan Tom of Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it could have been better, but it's, right. It's yeah, still. It's a, it's a solid film. Oh yeah. If I okay, if I'm gonna rate it 
subjectively objectively rate it how you want if i'm gonna rate it taking all things in consideration and getting rid of my great why is that making that noise i don't know man (laughs) okay anyways i would probably say like seven and a half well are you going eight i'll go 7.75 take my love out of there 7.75 yeah that's kind of more bias if you want i don't like to okay Anyway, Shane, I am I'm right there with you. It's it's a it's a solid movie. It's definitely fun. It's better than most blockbusters. Uh it's deeper than most blockbusters. There's totally. more to it. The CGI I thought was fine. The story I thought was fine. I don't think it could have been better. I think this movie had to be this. You can't make this movie as effective if it's not a blockbuster. I mean, it's, but it, I think it just it is what it is. It's not super original. It's not. Totally. It doesn't bring a whole ton new to any either sci-fi or the you know blockbuster action genre. So I'm gonna go seven and a half as well. All right. Wow. That's across the board. Pretty fair across the board. Well, Aaron gave it a seven point seven five. Still seven point five. <laughs> so, yeah. Which, whichever time you're listening to. 7.574 Edge of Tomorrow, um, also called Live, Die, Repeat. That's still a pretty good score. Points. Yeah, totally. Um, check out our website, nothingbutrealviews.com. We have tons of stuff on there for you guys, as well as you can request movies on our homepage, nothingbutreviews.com. We had a request for Terminator Genesis. <laughs> I already told you it I was. <laughs> hate that movie. That's a bad movie. It That's, is a bad yeah. movie. Oh. I made the mistake of oh, telling some coworkers, God. hey, go tell us what to watch. Put in a request. And he intentionally tried to pick a movie that we might rate lower than Independence Day Resurgence. I'm going to. It's bad. Have you? Has anybody here seen that? No. Yes, no. it's bad. Why would I? It's bad. Oh, my God. I don't God. ever plan on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, That's I, I, I might not make it. that podcast. It's, it's just one of those movies where they're just trying to make money oh, off of the so name of Terminator. Bad. Plus, what's his name? Jai Courtney. Oh. Anyway, I quit the podcast. Uh, next week we'll be back with a pick from Matt McNeil, "Little Shop of Horrors." That's a good one. Has anybody seen that one? I, no, have, I have not, not. seen it. So, I have. Yeah, um, good. It'll yeah. be a new one for half of us. All right. I I I think. It's Mike's kind of like a weird like comical musical. It's it's weird. I would say similar it's a cult, in tone a cult to, classic. Though, similar in tone to Clue, kind of. Okay. I have seen where there's movie theaters where people actually oh, yeah. sing with. People the love movie. it. It's I a mean, it's a interesting. So, um, it's I think this is one that you could either love it or hate it. All right. We'll check out uh, Little Shop of Horrors next week. Uh, in the meantime, get on our website at realreviews.com. What? <laughs> <laughs> Someone on the show. Type red. Let's go, but inconspicuously, through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You're still here? It's over. Go home.
cabo. 